host, Corey Robertson, alongside my Salman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And bam, 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 we're back for episode oh, 69. <laughs> 69. Oh, yeah, yeah. boy. Man, I want to start out first and foremost with the person who set the mood for today's episode, and that's the protester who managed to Captain America fucking garbage top into a police officer's <laughs> head and knock that nigga the fuck out. I like that energy. That's the energy that we need to keep at these protests. Yo, fuck these niggas. And even if I knew his name, I wouldn't broadcast that shit because you know, those <laughs> niggas are going to retaliate like a motherfucker. All right. But yo, th- it, it was so epic because... The trajectory of the of the garbage can top was perfect, nigga. It's like, yo, he, he must have practiced this Captain America swing <laughs> many, many times before he decided to employ it on the police. But yeah, man, you gotta have shout that out to accuracy, that, man. Yeah. You know, when I started out with the coon of the day, it was just one instance that had uh, really inspired me to make a comment about it. But then, you know, I was like, you know what? I wonder how many more prominent coons I could pull out of the woodworks, man. And boy, did the internet deliver. So I'm able to be pulling off names for a few weeks at very least. But this week, we will start out with the coon of the day. I need to get a soundboard with a special sound effect that really exemplifies. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to be a quote from Terry Crews that exemplifies likely, the coon. Sure. You know what I mean? We need to we need to, to encapsulate that idea into a sound so we can play that at this moment. When yeah, we, he's uh, the coon king for sure. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Did you see this dumbass like boycott Magic City? Like, nigga, what do you want to boycott the strip club for? And you'll never get that to happen. Right. What's wrong with you? Boy, got the strip club. Yeah, that's gonna work. It didn't even work in The Simpsons, bro. What's wrong with you? Anyway, Terry Coon, Terry Crews, Coon of the Day. Every (laughs) you had it right the first time. No trip. Terry Coons. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, uh, the the one that I had chosen officially for today is going to be Sheriff Joe Clark, the number one jackass sheriff who uh, has been a Trump supporter since day one and has this weird affinity for cowboy hats. It's just like you want to vomit all over his face. Never trust a black cop in a cowboy hat, bro. Never. Well, never trust a black cop. But, (laughs) I mean, in a cowboy hat, he's broadcasting his ignorance at that point. But, yeah, man, I I don't need to delineate too far uh, Sheriff Joe Clark's litany of coonish statements. You can... Google him if you're so inclined. But this man has just gone above and beyond in that in the last few weeks, especially during the Republican um, RNC, uh, to to really exemplify the nature of one who likes to shuck and jive for massa, <laughs> one who likes to, to, to denigrate others of his own kind in hopes of elevating himself through the wholesale selling out of people like themselves. And so Sheriff Joe Clark is an exemplary example of how one uh, executes such coonish behavior. So he go ahead and he goes ahead and gets the award for that today. But yeah, uh, I've been busy all week, so I didn't really watch all too much. Um, I did catch a few more episodes of Runaways, which is shaping up to be a pretty decent show. But did you watch anything interesting? Yeah, I caught a a couple movies. I caught um, Little Monsters with Lupita Nyong'o. That was pretty good. Um, I caught Hold the Dark with uh, uh, Jeffrey Wright and Alexander Skarsgård. That was fucking weird. And I saw Vivarium with um, Jesse Eisenberg, which is also really, really weird. I didn't really want to watch that one, but um, I was convinced to watch it. And that one was kind of interesting, 
But it's one of those things. Basically, a uh, uh, spoiler, a brief plot summary. Um, Jesse Eisenberg and this other lady whose name I don't know, they're like a couple that goes into this real estate agency to look for a place together. Mm-hmm. And the real estate agent is this really weird, very robotic speaking person. And he's got just like a, um, he looks like, uh, I want to say an old school, like, uh, uh, like milkman. That's sort of like okay. how he's dressed. He, uh, he has like, ex- white suit, black exactly. Except hat. for the pants, except for the pants isn't, um, his pants isn't white and he's not, he doesn't have a hat on, but he has sort of like that look yeah. and he speaks really weird. So he leads them to this weird place first of all this nigga describes it in fucking go to lock terms right they're like oh so where is this place oh it's not too close and it's not too far you know what i'm saying i was like bro i was like you got me fucked up that's strike one right there but you know they followed him to this place and it turns out to be like all these houses are like cookie cutter but um not in the standard definition of the word in like like how a CG environment would copy and paste buildings. That's mm-hmm. like how the layout of this area is. I forgot what they call it. It has some really weird name like Pleasantville or something like that. It's just got oh, a very like creepy some, name. It's like prefab houses. Yeah. And um, so they go into it and the, the real estate dude chooses like room number, house number nine for him. And then when they get in there, it's like, it's got everything they'll ever need. That's another type of shit he's saying. He's got everything you'll ever need type shit. And, you know, the fridge is stocked. Everything is, is all good to go. And after saying some weird shit to the Jesse Eisenberg and his girlfriend, this nigga just literally disappears. Like, you know, he pulls a Batman on him. Like, uh, he says something to them. Uh, they look like, oh, this is a great house, isn't it, honey? And they look back and the dude's gone. And they go outside. His car is gone. So Jesse Eisenberg, his character is like, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here, right? So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you got this far with that kind so of sensibility, like, but that is the right he's answer. He's like, let's get the fuck out of here. So they try to drive out, and given the like the cookie-cutter nature of the houses, they just keep like getting lost because it's sort of like a maze. Everything looks looks um, the same. And just I guess the very character's ass was like, all right, let me drive, let me drive. So he fucking switches with her, and then they drive around pretty much till nightfall, and they run out of gas, and they just end up right exactly at house number nine which is where their house is and so they fucking decide they got no choice they're gonna sleep there and the next day a fucking baby appears in a box in front of their house (laughs) and they have to raise the baby and then uh it, it has a note that says like raise the baby or uh raise the baby in order to leave or some shit like that or I think the note just says to raise the baby. I don't think it says, like, if you succeed, you'll leave or anything like that. I think that's open-ended. And immediately, Jess Nightingale's character is pretty much like, you got me fucked all the way up. I'm not fucking with that kid. I don't know shit about it. Um, and the girl's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to raise this kid. Yeah. What? And, like, two days later, the kid rapid ages to oh, about, like, a yeah, fucking 10 see, That was your bad. See, you asked for that. <laughs> He's, like, 12, and he rapid ages in, like, a day. But the really fucked up part about it is um, whenever it needs something, it just opens its mouth and a weird scream just comes out of it. And until you solve the problem that it has, like, you know, until you make the food, prepare it and put it in front of him, that's when he'll stop screaming. Right. And another thing that's weird about him, too, is they do this weird thing where his voice is dubbed over. Um, So it's the little kid actor that's playing this character but when it speaks it's like this weird adult voice with an odd cadence to it i can't watch that show it's fucking i don't know if i can watch that bro (laughs) that sounds epic weird like long story short fucking jesse eisenberg's character gets um obsessed with digging a hole because he's convinced like that's the way out and um 
after weeks of doing this, he gets pretty much, he just digs the hole and it's pretty much going nowhere but lower. And eventually he's like, all right, I just got to kill this kid. That's 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 our way out. What? Our way out is we got to kill this kid. Because the kid is like wild, is creepy. Is there, is there exposition that shows how he gets to that point? Yes, okay. because the kid is just being like super creepy. And he never liked it from Jump. And she's completely um like enamored with it. with it, trying to like raise it like it's her own kid. And the thing that really irritates him is that the kid is being very irritating, right? It doesn't. It's not like a regular child. It doesn't, like, you can't really interact with, like, a person. It has a very robotic personality. It does the weird screaming thing. And sometimes it's a little bit more nebulous when it's not something as obvious as food. It, so he'll just sit there just, like, screaming just endlessly. And eventually he just gets, like, fucking tired of it. And he tries to kill it and fails. And it runs Wait, away. I'm not that I'm surprised. I'm not promoting killing infants. What I'm saying is, is that you can't kill a baby, my G. Oh, it was a teenager. Well, I don't well, know if teenager. Right, it's rapid yeah, age, in rapid age. At this I'm point, like, it was like twelve-ish. It reminds me of like people should get rid of their babies. I'm just saying, in this hypothetical universe, when there's a crazy yeah, they like, got rid of that but, shit. I'm sort of, um, that's what I said too, but in the end I thought about it and I was like, you know, I wouldn't have been able to kill it when it was a baby. I probably would have had to wait it. But then again, as soon as the rapid aged, I would have like out of. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. The robotic scream, like I know what a baby cry sounds like. Oh no, this is not a real, yeah, it's not it a regular baby. It sounds very dude. akin to a siren. It's like, it's just a, an open pulse, just like. So is this movie supposed to be allegorical? I have no clue. I never did any research after after I finished watching it because it, like it just sounded like off-putting. It was just it was so weird. I was just like, well, yeah. Um, uh, but the funny thing is, when they tried to kill it, it like lifts up the sidewalk. You know, like in the sidewalk, there's like a drain like that goes yeah. on. Yeah, he like lifts that up with his bare hand and runs underneath the concrete. And what you see is basically as the dude Jesse Eisenberg's character is chasing it through. You see that there are other versions of this same house and other couples in the same situations with the babies in different stages. So he didn't end up catching it and the baby ends up killing, long story short, the baby ends up killing the two of them. And then the baby leaves, goes back Stop to the... Stop the baby because it's not a baby anymore. <laughs> and it's really fucking me up right now because I haven't seen the movie. And this whole shit is creeping me out. At this point, it's like a 12-year-old. At this point, the 12-year-old, like, like, it reminds me very much like Alfalfa. You know, remember what Alfalfa yeah. looks like from the... That's what the kid reminds me of when it ages the, the, the second time. And so when he fails to kill Alfalfa, Alfalfa ends up killing both the, the Jesse Eisenberg and the lady in two separate conditions. And... He walks back to the agent, or he drives back to the agency. The, and, the kid? Yes. No, at this point, he rapid aged again. Oh, so, so now he's a young adult. And he drives back to the agency where you see the original um, realtor guy. And he's now an old person and he's all withered. And he takes off the um, name tag off of the. Oh, the, he becomes the next Yeah. Girl, off of the, the fucking realtor, puts it on himself. And weirdly. Like the dude dies, he puts him in like a body bag, and they he rolls the body bag up like it's a, a like yeah, pretty much like it would roll up a fucking a a fruit roll up, and then he puts him in a drawer, closes the drawer, sits down, adjusts his name tag, and the movie ends. And I was like, uh, yeah, that sounds like a terrible movie, bro. What? That sounds terrible. But yeah, I was like, long story short, I was like, yo, if I was ever in a situation like that, 
As soon as that, as soon as that shit rapid age the first time, I may have been on board with it. I don't even think they would have got you to the house to be honest. Like, yeah, they, yeah they, no. But my thing it was, oh yeah, it's not too near, it's not too far. It has everything you need, and, and, and just completely vague answers. And I was just like, yeah, no, you guys are tripping. Mm-mm. But yeah, that was, Vivarium was was interesting. That was Vivarium. Yeah, yeah, that was that Vivarium with Jesse bro. Eisenberg. I mean, that's why I was. I mean, it was Eisenberg. So unfortunately, I don't think Eisenberg is a bad actor. But after seeing him as Lex Luthor, it completely fucked me up and wanting to see anything that he does now because i was just like what the fuck is that so i was very hesitant to watch it anyway i, I think that i think that post um social network jesse eisenberg has had terrible roles yeah it seems like his it's only like opinion. really hit role after that was zombie land and yeah yeah zombie land was one of out of the dozens of roles yeah he's had that he now. did after that and i didn't really fuck with his character same and um the other one um Hold the Dark was that one was even weirder. I'm not even, uh, I, I, that one is just weird. All right, just give me a premise. Because, uh, like, at this point, I'm just like, all right, I need something. This shit is awkward. Um, Hold the Dark, Jeffrey Wright plays like a, a, a novelist who wrote a book about spending a year living with wolves. And he gets this letter from this lady who's like, yo, my son was killed by a wolf. I need you to come up here and kill the wolf before my husband gets back from Iraq. Nigga, I live with wolves. What makes you think <laughs> Because apparently he, in the end of the book, he had to do that because um, uh, the wolf was like, um, it was a life or death situation. It was you know, him or the wolf. wildlife agencies that do that. Yeah, yeah, but I'm a one man army, son. I okay, do that cool, myself. Cool, cool, cool. feel me? Yeah, we got him. Need some such shit. But it was it was, that one was even weirder than Vivarium. So I don't even want to hold the fuck on. It was super. How weird, How could dude. that be weirder than what you just All described? Right. Um, okay, you so gotta explain that one. It turns out that the lady's kid was not, spoiler alert. In case anyone want to watch it, it's on Netflix. Jeffrey Wright, who's um Bernard from fucking uh, Westworld. Yes. So I'm you familiar. know what I'm saying? It's got great pedigree of actors. However. So the movie is about, uh, so after he goes to Alaska, he sets out to go find these wolves. And long story short, the wife didn't kill, or, 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 or the son wasn't killed by wolves. It was killed by the wife. She strangled it. The mother, you mean? The mother, yes. It was strangled by the mother. At which point she just fucking disappears off into the woods and her husband, by some bullshit circumstance, ends up coming back from Iraq. And then once he arrives and finds out about his son, he just goes on like a fucking rampage to find her. And he's pretty much like killing everyone that he essentially meets. This is like, yo, have you seen this lady? Nah, I haven't seen her. Are you sure you haven't seen her? Okay, yeah, I saw her. She went that way. Bam, dead. Moves on to the next person. That's pretty much what he does. And in the end, you come to find out that they weren't husband and wife, that they were actually twins. And according to the villagers, they were possessed by wolf spirits and they were, um, they were possessed by wolf spirits and they were evil. And so they're not sure why, they, but long story, they just led you on this wild that makes goo more chase. sense than what you described before. Really? That makes more sense to me. Oh, I man. mean, that's what I, not, when I say it makes more sense, I can follow that that I, that path to yeah, the end okay and, and, and even I mean, though it yeah, leads to a weird fucked up path the whole vivarium thing is just what the yeah fuck? that one that one was super weird. i mean that's fair that's fair but on the upside um little monsters was amazing that okay. one was a very Let's hilarious movie that um that one uh lupita nyong'o plays like a school counselor who or school like a school teacher of little children uh, I, again i can't judge kids age so let's say they're 12ish and um they go to a camp, and while they're at this camp, 
there is a, a zombie emergency happening. And so when they get to the camp, all of the everybody's zombies. Uh, and so Lapita Nyong'o takes it upon herself to preserve the kids' innocence by telling them, oh, like, this is all a game and stuff. And so she basically, the story is about her, like, it's, it's amazing. Like, her character is super dope. The only thing I don't like about that movie is they seem to have tacked on a bullshit romance story in, into it, so with an adult, right? Two adults. <laughs> yes. Okay. I was like, <laughs> no, not with the children. Not with the children. I was so into this a second ago. <laughs> but um, this dude uh, who's like a down on his luck musician, um, his nephew is in Lupita Nyong'o's class, and he fucks up with his sister, and she's like, "All right, now it's your job. You got to take him to school." So when he takes the kid to school, that's when he meets Lupita Nyong'o's character, and he's like, falls in love, and um, so. He shoehorns his way into being another counselor, counselor along with her to the trip, and that's how they get trapped there together. Yeah, another chaperone. And Josh Gad is in it. He plays this, um, he plays like a, a, a kid star, like a, I think he controls like, a, controls like a puppet or some shit. But his character is, he's really like sad and dead inside, and he just does it to sleep with the little kid's moms. And he's just <laughs> like, yeah, he's just an insufferable character the whole way around. But he's actually pretty funny. But that movie is um, that movie is pretty dope. I would actually recommend Little Monsters. It's very is that funny. On Netflix? I don't believe that's on Netflix. No, okay. but minus the we'll minus the we'll bullshit. Sell the high seas to find that one. <laughs> minus the bullshit love story. I would say that Little Monsters is a fantastic movie. Um, awesome. Lupita Nyong'o delivers as usual, and I don't even know. That does sound like a very intriguing storyline. I, 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 I'll I will see if I can. Uh, find a production of that to check out. For Matter sure. of fact, even but better. I might point. have to watch just out of just because morbid curiosity. Morbid, the most the <laughs> morbidest. It's so weird. The most morbid oh, curiosities. So um, just but, because like, it feels like it's meant to be an allegory for, for something. something. Yeah, because that don't make no fucking sense. It just like a stupid idea. Like, how the fuck did you not only get a uh, a studio to pay for this, but also famous actors? Yeah, I, I got It's got to be an allegory for something. It's got to. There's got to be some meat to those. With That's those a really potatoes. good point. Because usually actors be like, "Yeah, I went to it because of the script." Because I don't imagine this was a big budget movie. So. It sounds like a fucking stupid movie. <laughs> it does. Like I'm actually upset. Like I'm, I want to watch it out of. Uh, it, it, I want to watch it out of pure anger because oh it's just like God. nah, B. There's got to be something else to this. Yeah, I was. Yeah, no. It's yeah. It's one of those movies where at the end of it, I was just like, what? It was just confusion. I can't. I, I'm I not the like happy or sad. It's like I want to see if I could waste my time with that. Like, is right that, is to see that, if you can make some sort of, of like. It's like, yo, can I make sense of this? Yeah, like it's that's crazy. No. But yeah, man. No, nah, check out Little Monsters. Fucking Lupita Nyong'o. Um, out of genuine desire. What was really cool is Lupita Nyong'o uh, uh, threatens Josh Gad's character with a conch. She's like shanking them, but she's like, yo, if you don't stop cursing in front of the kids, I will fucking shank you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm telling you, great movie. That's what's up. But yeah, I I, I, I was busy because I I traveled out of town this week to go to uh to Florida to attend a funeral. Um, but. I did manage to catch a few episodes of Runaways, and so in the episodes that I caught, they're starting to, um, they're getting the band together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're starting. So the first couple episodes was more of the exposition of of the parents, and actually, it's funny because I always, I, I technically thought, and this is what I mean: the show is well written and produced. When you hear the title Runaways, you automatically assume it's a reference to the children mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of the of, of the parents who are part too. of the secret society. No. It's called Runaways because the parents are sacrificing 
members of this church and indigent people that they find and all of the people that they're choosing to sacrifice, and I won't reveal that reason until I see the uh, end of the show, are runaways. Yeah. And so the runaways is a reference to the people that they're sacrificing, not the kids. So I, I was like, that's ah, fucked up. shit, that's deep. That is weird. Um, but yeah, they're, uh, they're starting to get the, they're starting to um, do exposition on the characters themselves uh, who are going, who I am assuming are going to be part of the team moving forward. And and they got a well-rounded team, and actually, they they I think that they they assembled the correct pieces of a superhero t- team to have an intriguing um, story developed through them. Um, so they have uh, there's one young Hispanic girl named Molly, and she's the tough. <laughs> um, nice. So whenever nice. She, whenever her emotions start to start, whenever she gets frightened or happy or scared or whenever her emotions reach a a an extreme, her eyes glow orange and she gets super strength. Yeah. But then she falls asleep afterwards. Well, that sucks. Yeah, I know. Like I, I'm hoping that she finds that's a way like, around um, them because that shit sucks. That's like Mega Man from fucking uh, Konosuba. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, yeah, she just got one nuke, nigga. Yep. One nuke. And you can't use it with, if you're <laughs> super solo dolo because yeah. you're 100% vulnerable but, but after you use it. That's why she's perfect. She's got a masochist to run open front and distract everyone while she sits. <laughs> takes her 10-turn cast time. But um, no, no, no. Uh, going back to Runaways. Um, there's Molly. Then there's her adoptive sister. So, so Molly's parents were members of Pride who died, and then she was adopted by two other members of Pride. I don't know. For some reason, all of the members of Pride are pairs of parents, okay. men and women. Is um, Pride the uh, – uh, that's the agent that's ca- catching that's a, the runaways? That's a, secret, that's a secret organization. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and, and they haven't – and I don't know anything more than that, just that to elucidate. They haven't said anything in the show. Um, so there's Molly, then her sister – who is a beast master. Nice. So her sister's biological cool. parents are geneticists and they they decided to create super intelligent dinosaurs. And for some reason these super intelligent dinosaurs seem that. to follow the the commands of their oldest daughter. Nah, I'm with and, that for sure. And so she's she's got these killer attack dinosaurs. But where she, does she uh, keep them? Well, at, at, she didn't. She didn't even know that 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 they were under her control until Molly was about to super solo dolo one of their faces off, and she yelled at the dinosaur, and the dinosaur stopped and was listening and just staring at her. And she's like, uh, <laughs> "Did you stop because I said stop?" And then they they came to the conclusion like, "Oh, That's these are dope. actually intelligent dinosaurs, and they will follow my command." So there's those two. Then the daughter of the the main lady who runs the cult that uh, that kind of is the public face of their their religion, mm-hmm. um, she has a weird like dazzler power. She's wearing a a bracelet that's like a, some kind of inhibitor, and when she takes it off, she just starts to radiate colors. <laughs> I don't know how useful that sh- that power is. I don't know what's gonna do, but it hey is. Amen. When you're on Molly, it's the best power to have. Oh, absolutely! Like when you're a teenager <laughs> trying to get bone, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> but so there's her. Then then there's uh, the super uh, like. He's not super intelligent. He's super technical. He's really good with engineering. So there's one of the the members of the team that is pretty much just he's an inventor. He's not sm- that smart in particular, but when it comes to making shit, 
Niggas are on point. He's more, more uh, off can uh, off mic. You had mentioned him as a forge type character. Yeah, and so yeah, he's he's a lot like that. Where he's he doesn't one know a lot like about everything, too. but he knows a lot about one thing. Yeah, which I, I I was hope I was thinking because of you know rich boy rich playboy whose father is also a great engineer. I thought he was going to be a Tony Stark, but he's not. Tony Stark is. It's kind of it's kind of off putting how Tony Stark always has the answer. Yeah, he's broken. Or you know that sure. he will figure out the answer. He's a you just go to Tony Stark for answers. Broken polymath. Yeah, and so this guy is like, no, no, no. He's more of a defense oriented character. He's he he, gener- he utilizes his power to create things to defend the group. That's lit. Defensive yeah. support. What? And so uh, then you have the main Asian my character right chick there. who is she she has so. She stole a, uh, this item that looks like a scepter from her mother, and the effects of the scepter mimic what we would assume are magical effects. Nice. But I, I, but I'm under the impression that this scepter is just extremely advanced technology, so advanced that to our eyes it looks like magic. Right, right. And That's so there's that character. She strikes. She's got the whole Raven feel. Okay. You know what I mean? Like super duper emo, want to wear black everything. <laughs> I hate everyone. I'm mad. I don't know why. All I'm black mad. everything. Yeah. But um, she's actually she's a pretty she's more dynamic than a Raven type character because she has clear motivations for her conflicts, not just you know like my dad is the devil. This it's is not a like asshole. that. I, I'm sorry. My dad's trapped in my head. I, the only, He's the only time I've ever seen that storyline done well is Lucy, daughter of the devil. I haven't seen that one. That sh- it's a very old show. Just to give you a con- some context, you personally, I mean, the listeners probably won't have an idea what I'm talking about, but I watched Lucy, Daughter of the Devil in Brett's house, mm-hmm. and I haven't spoken to Brett for 20 years. So, Sounds about right. So, yeah, it, it, that's how old Lucy, Daughter of the Devil is. <laughs> um, but uh, that storyline where you're super emo and you're the daughter of a super powerful demon, it's kind of trite at this point for me. But... Uh, in Runaways, they're they're kind of evolving the storyline. They're making the character not so one-dimensional, which is what I appreciate. And then finally, my personally favorite character, I believe his name is Alex, is uh, a young African-American uh, young man who is... He seems to be the, the, the Bruce Wayne of the group. Yeah. He's, he's always got yes. the ideas. He, and he's always putting the pieces together. He doesn't have any powers so far. He's the only one that has. He's the only one who hasn't exhibited something superhuman, but yet he's the, probably the most pivotal one. Okay, you know, in terms he's got of all the answers. Organized, he was the one who got the band back together. Um, he was the one who 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 convinced them all that investigating into what their parents was doing before uh, confronting them was probably a better idea. Definitely, like, he's just he's just a smart, savvy kid. Who has an inclination towards detective work, and I can see how he can progress into a Batman type figure, and I hope nice. that that's the direction that they're taking because that's the trajectory he's on right now. And so, yeah, that's pretty much um, the long and short of what I got out of the last couple episodes of Run uh, Runaways. But I definitely look forward to um, to to wrapping that show and and seeing where this first season goes because I think it has a ton of potential. True. Speaking of Batman, did you get a chance to see the new Batman trailer? I did not. I did not. Bruh, it's so dope. <laughs> Bless you. It's got fucking um, uh, it's got um, uh, uh, Paul Dano who is also in Westworld. Okay. As he's playing the Riddler, Riddler, and um, uh, uh what is it? 
Pattinson, I don't remember. Buddy from Twilight is playing Bruce Wayne, Batman, and he looks pretty good. Okay, he looks pretty good. He looks. Pretty I, I didn't like his performance in Twilight, but I'm sure I'm I'm willing to give him um, the benefit of the doubt that he could do. Give, yeah, give Robert Pattinson. That's Robert his Pattinson. Yeah. Speaking of which, fucking Tenant just came out. And remember the um, Tenet I told came you, out? yeah, like it's five out. days ago. I believe. It's like out, 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 out. I gotta watch that shit. It's like always. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not just sure if so it's taken aback. Out, out, but I believe it's out in certain places, right? I believe it's already showing. Is it a physical release? Yes. Is yes. it theaters? Yes, but I don't, think, I don't know if it's in theaters in the U.S., but it is in theaters. There are people who've already been reviewing it and stuff like that. Uh, and um, the reason why I mentioned that is that you remember really the Travis Scott song that I told you about that he was working on with that? Mm-hmm. It's called The Plan. That shit's pretty dope. Nice. That shit dropped with it about five and, days ago. Um, that shit was lit. And Robert Pattinson's always also in that one. That's What's why Denzel Washington's son's name because I don't want to disrespect him and call him just Denzel. John David John, Washington. That's okay. I, I was going to call David. him John Washington, but I just wanted to make sure that that was his name. Yeah, I don't want to be disrespectful. I do to believe him. it's John David. According to him, that's what his, his mother insists. It's John David. Okay, John David. Respect. Um, I really want to see him in this movie because it looks yeah. like he's about to do a stellar performance. Yeah, and I, I, I like John David's work, man. Like uh, I've um, seen him in a few things, but it's always yeah. Good. I've seen him in Black Klansman. I think I've also seen him in one other he thing that he was Black really Klansman. good. Bro, he was really good in Black Klansman. I really like that movie and that actor. So yeah, definitely check out the new Travis Scott joint, The Plan. I like that. Yep, 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 yep. But uh, yeah, other than that, man, dude, I want to move on into some new music, yo, because shit has been. Very, very, uh, the music industry has been hyper productive in this COVID 19 crisis, and yeah. boy, am I happy for some of the shit. Following up King's Disease, uh, uh, Sean released a track off of his new album that's coming out, I believe it's called Chicago 2. Um, the track's name is Deep Reverence with Nipsey, my nigga, one probably my song of 2020. I'm. I highly believe it's going to be my song of 2020. Nice. Um, the song is amazing. That's, that's, that's a strong word. I'm looking forward to to the to, to checking out the rest of the Big Sean's album. I've always been a Big Sean fan. I don't even know who the fuck hates on. Yo, I really. <laughs> I, I gotta. I gotta find out who these people are. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know where these people congregate online. Like, who the fuck hates on Sean? I don't know. Big Sean's lit. That's what I'm saying. Like, who hates on Sean? His numbers say a lot of people fuck with him. There's proof of all the people who fuck with him. I need the proof of the people who hate on him because <laughs> it evidently it causes him a huge amount of emotional distress. And I don't. And and I'm just like, yo, my nigga, you gotta be confident in you. I'm sorry, but I'm never gonna validate someone who's who, who believes the opinions of the few people who hate when there is proof. Right. It always gets to me when people do that. Now, there's some people who don't have a lot of positive reinforcement as to who they are. And so when people hate on them, they take it it to the extreme. And I get that. But what I'm not going to do is validate Sean saying, oh, my haters were so heavy. No, (laughs) nigga. Don't tell me that. That shit I'm overhearing from you at this point. Because you're, you're richer than rich. It's not like, oh, you get all the love in the streets and people will stream your shit, but they won't pay you for your music. No, nigga. (laughs) Stop telling me how depressed you are because I hear you and I accept that you feel that way. But you have to, at some point as a adult, come to realize like, oh, you know what? Sometimes I'm internalizing things that just aren't necessary. Mm -hmm. And you got to turn that shit off. You know what I mean? Like there's a certain level of success that you achieve that you got to be able to, to understand the reality you live in you know what i mean and so i fuck with sean heavy and so i'm really looking forward to that but deep reverence my nigga that track 
track of 2020 by it, but and by a long shot too <laughs> like it's not even close in my opinion personally um it's high praise. and it's you know what's funny is it my second favorite track is nipsey blue nipsey like how prolific nipsey is post posthumously is is a true testament to the greatness that he was, to the greatness that Victory Lap was, to the to the to to the uh, excellence of his craft, and man, I'm just I, it, it does me good. It makes me it makes me feel good because Nipsey, as great as he was, was just another nigga. He wasn't special in any way other than the fact that he did what he said he was going to do. You know what I mean? He's an example yeah. of like, no, just do what you said you're fucking going to do, and guess what? You can be great. You could have your whole city on your back. You could be an international star. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I, I really appreciate uh, that Nipsey has been, uh, or whoever is in control of of the legacy of his music, has been doing a great job at making sure that Nipsey's musical legacy stays pristine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's that. Um, you know, and 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 what the fuck is up with Hit Boy, bro? Nah, I need to know what I need to know what's up with this nigga. I need to know what the fuck he's doing. I need to know how the fuck he is putting out all this amazing ass music. <laughs> nah, B. Nah, B. You can't go from King's Disease to Chicago 2 to go on to say, guys, just letting you know, I'm working on Benny the Butcher's next fucking album. Like, nah, B. Nah, B. You made a deal with the devil, bro. You're doing too much big shit, bro. That's amazing. Man, that kind of hard, body man. of work? Yo, Hitboy is doing amazing things right now, bro. Hitman, uh, Hitman. Hitboy as a producer, I, I, I'm I, excited for his 2021 because he's already sewn up 2020 uh, as, a, <laughs> as a producer. He's already, he's already taken the trash that is 2020. And in terms of his producer legacy... Sold that bitch up, packaged it, and sent it on its way. You know what I mean? And, and that's amazing. Because, like, it, it's dominant. You know what I mean? It, like, you look at producers like Mustard. And he'll put out a good album. It was a great album. But then he stops and then he does his thing. And I don't support Khaled, but look at the Khaled project. He puts out an al- uh, 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 album and then he does his thing. He started... This nigga hit boys like, yo, I'm going from Nas to Sean to Benny the Butcher, and I hope y'all nigga head tops is ready for it, because I'm blowing them off every time, nigga. That's just stupid. I'm really happy for him. I love to hear the music. I love to see that the music industry, that 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 these young African-American men are doing great things in their craft. Um, and also, I just enjoy the music. I'm enjoying actually having good music to listen to, because I, that's not always the case. It is not always the case that you have great music to listen to. And then on top of that, it comes consistently from one producer. Jeez, that's talent. You know what I mean? Like, like you could doubt you, you could you could call into question a lot of people's quote unquote talent. But not that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love when people like so dominantly put forth their talent that is undeniable. The talent is undeniable. But yeah, man, super happy for what's going on in the music industry right now. Um, but yeah, moving on from that, let's get into the heavy part. It's got a bunch of, uh, you know, more serious topics because once again, 
the country's the 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 kindling has been added back to the flames of this country and 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 the fire is is being gassed and roaring um i'll just start out with 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 the big one you know kenosha wisconsin black man attempts to de-escalate a situation in his in his neighborhood police are called the black man who was not initially part of the of the of the situation gets shot seven times in the back. Age old story in this country. Thank God he actually survives. And now the police are trying to say he had a knife, and that's what justified them shooting him seven times in the back. Now, I've never met somebody who can stab you with their back turned to you. <laughs> but this is just case in point that the Wisconsin PD is one of the most corrupt police forces. And 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 I'm sure that when all is is brought to light, we'll realize like, oh no, they were all pretty equally as corrupt. They were all bad. Definitely. They were all bad. You know what I mean? Like like and and this is what I mean. I'm sitting in the back doing my workout with the homies, you know what I mean? One of the homies is a young blood. He not doing shit. We just listen to music, lifting weights. Cops is trolling our alley. Niggas want to walk up to us like they got something to say to us. For what? Because Youngblood might, might, might be known. He not doing nothing. You know what I mean? Like, this is the kind of shit that pushes people to, to the limit to do things. Because they get harassed. Whether yeah. you're sitting in the back of your house working out with some friends. Or whether you're trying to aid your neighbors in de-escalating a, a domestic conflict. They come at us like we are the fucking problem all the time. You know how many people fucking in this country carry a fucking knife? And now they're trying to, now they got the man handcuffed to his, to his hospital bed because they think that somehow this paralyzed man is going to run from the police, from the hospital. You see what I mean? This is the shit that fucking gets me beyond, beyond. That makes me just want to fucking flip out on every cop I see. Because there is, you are not a good cop unless you actively speak out against that. Period to me. Period. If you want to pull me over, first thing you got to say is like, listen, I don't support the police that fucking shot X, Y, and Z. It's called someone's name. But show me that you aren't with that portion. But if you aren't going to announce that from the beginning, I'm going to assume you are part of the problem. That you are going to attempt to shoot at me at the first op- opportunity you have. And no, I'm not going to respect you. I'm not going to pull what, 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 what Robert Horry does and, 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 and teach his son to fear the police. I'm sorry. I'm, I'll never do that. Yeah, no. I'll never do that. As much as it is dangerous for black men to be in America when it comes to police, I'll never teach my son to be afraid of them. I'll never teach my son to give authority to 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 undo to undo uh, uh, figures. I will never teach my son to kowtow to someone to make their bullshit ego feel better. Nah, not gonna happen. I'm gonna teach him to move right to do the right things, to avoid the police. But if you come into contact with the police, you operate under the utmost of pride that you should have as a man who is doing something for yourself. Don't never let those niggas treat you like a child. That's not a thing. I'm not, and, 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 and I can't tell other people how to raise their kids, but it hurts me to see a black man teach his son to be subservient to a racist institution. Fuck that shit. Yo, I was listening to JBP, and they were talking about shit. And and honestly, I'm definitely at that point where, yo, don't shoot nobody in my in my presence. You have to shoot the whole lot of us, bro. 
We gotta hold it. We gotta have that solidarity. We have to have that solidarity because when they realize, like, oh, this is just not an isolated, in we're not going to be able to create isolated incidents of these things by saying this one person that we're now going to nitpick and scrutinize everything in their life up to this point, which has nothing to do with the fact that we just shot and paralyzed them, which has nothing to do with any of that. We cannot allow them to make isolated incidents of that. If you're going to shoot one of us, you have to shoot everybody in this motherfucking neighborhood. Because that's the only kind of uh, strength that we can gain is in through that solidarity. Because the, the, I don't believe that they have the, 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 the cojones to do that shit. I don't think they got the balls to fucking really come at it. But they know that we're scared. They know that most people are fearful. And so they take advantage of that. And they know that they can isolate people and abuse them because the other fucking niggas are too pussy to do anything about it. Because guess what? Every time, and, 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 and mark my words, they are cowards. These are not brave men. And I promise you, their, their, their resolve will waver the more that they have to put on the forefront the brutality that they believe is, is, their, is their duty. And more and more, you're starting to see the fucking police enlist white supremacist militias to aid them in attacking the protesters. There was literally a video where the police are giving water to the militiamen and thanking them for their presence when they are breaking curfew too. Thanking them for, for, for boxing in the protesters. Then this motherfucking dude shoots up two people and injures another one with the M16. Murders! White militiamen murder two protesters in Wisconsin. That's the energy I'm starting out with today. That's the energy. That's the shit that I'm talking about. How the fuck do you reform this racist ass fucking institution? You can't. It is a fundamental corruption of our of our society and civil institutions. And unless we go and burn it out at the root. What you're saying is, is that you're willing to let black people live under these auspices as long as you possibly can. And that's fine. But you're going you're gonna to see a lot more blood in the streets. And it ain't just going to be black people blood. Because guess what? There's a significant portion of white people who don't support this shit either. And I'm sure that there's a significant portion of Hispanic people and Asian people who might not have direct connections to these, to these issues. Because... Hispanic people and, 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 and Asian people don't go through the same racism as black people, but they can understand that they're next. That once they're done stomping out the black people in this country, they will stomp out the, the Hispanic people. They will, just the same way they stomped out Native Americans, they murdered 90 million Iroquois Nation Native Americans throughout the history of, 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 of the American colonial uh, settlement. They will do the same thing to black people. They will do the same thing to Mexicans. They will do the same thing to any non-white class that comes here and doesn't conform to their idea of what they think right and wrong is. And that shit ain't, that's not flying with me. And it's not flying with a lot of people. And this Wisconsin shit is just another step in the direction where they're either going to have to commit, they're going to have to commit their genocide or they're going to have to fix their system. One of those things is going to have to happen. And if they try to go commit genocide, my G, they're going to have a hard fight on their hands. 
a real hard fight on their hands because they don't want to motivate intelligent niggas like me to get to get creative with how we with how we mobilize because that is not a healthy thing for them i promise and if they don't understand that 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 minorities have learned the power of asymmetric warfare then once again ignorance is bliss and it's only going to lead them down the road to damnation let me get away from that topic though because that's just about to get me to get myself in trouble on the internet <laughs> um oh my goodness i you know while i find boosley vaguely entertaining this nigga's a fuck he, this nigga he's a fuck boy boosley is entertaining and while i don't mind being entertained in general like fuck boys producing entertainment he's a fuck boy what do you do this time He's out here talking about, so he was on, um, he was talking with the Shade Room, and they asked him about the Megan Tory situation. And you know what his response was? <laughs> I don't want to comment because I still need that Megverse. Which to me implies <laughs> that he thinks that what Tory did was right. Right, that's pretty much what that sounds like. And, I, and, and he sounded so ignorant saying it. And he sounded so fucking stupid putting that shit out there instead of just... Instead of just, if you agree with Tory, then just say that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not only did he exhibit a bullshit opinion, but he tried to hide behind some 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 evasive language to do so. And that's a, that's what fuckboys do. And so Boosie has earned his title as fuckboy extraordinaire. Because that shit, because if there's anybody who don't need to fucking, who doesn't need a Tory verse or a Meg verse, it's Boosie. And this nigga... Out here talking about, oh, I need, I fucks with Megs and I fucks with, nigga, shut up, nigga, shut up, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Like, it's just so stupid. Like, come on, bro, you know better. You know, come on, man. You got daughters, bro. You got daughters, bro. You want to invite that karma onto your shit? Because, yo, that shit, that's that's, that's definitely not a God-blessed way to be. There is no reason to shoot at a woman who is the same energy I get when a fucking cop shoots a man in the back. I got for Tory Lanez for shooting at a black woman in the back. How about that? How about that, nigga? Boosie over here talking about you want to defend Tory Lanez, but he's over here doing the same shit that these crack-ass cops are doing. Nah, B. I don't support that. And sorry, I don't support you no more, Boosie. That's some bullshit. Come on, Boosie black ass. Get better with it, bro. But yeah, nah, I, that shit didn't sit well with me at all. That was just ugh. Also, let me go ahead, man. You know, I've definitely noticed that throughout the existence of this podcast that I keep a lot of that fuck you energy, bro. <laughs> I got a lot of fuck you energy for people, bro. Fucking NBC over here talking about Usain Bolt just con- uh, tested positive for COVID nineteen. And then had the nerve to show a picture of Kevin Hart. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with NBC? Yeah. Come on, man. Come yeah. on. That don't even make sense. Y'all even... Kevin, you you know who Kevin Hart is. <laughs> I understand. Like, I know who Usain Bolt is because he is a, a point of national pride for me. I, I, I big up any Jamaican who does big things. Especially one who, 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 who advocates living an upstanding lifestyle the way Usain does. But you know motherfucking Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's not an unknown quantity in your in, in any circle that they run in. How the fuck could you make the mistake of putting up a picture of Kevin Hart when Usain Bolt was was the topic of discussion? 
Imagine how fast Kevin Hart would have to run to be as fast as Usain Bolt. How fast his feet legs. would have to move. Bruh, he looked like a Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, yo, that shit's crazy, man. The amount of the level of disrespect that that Americans show for for and I'll say Caribbean people, but I mean Jamaican people. Like I, there, the amount of times that I can see American culture is just. I believe it's indicative of of a culture that doesn't want to acknowledge that it's it's appropriated most of the good things in it. Because if you look at American culture, it's heavily situated in African American culture, and African American culture appropriates a ton of shit from Jamaican culture. Look at your fuckboy Tory Lanez over there. That nigga stay stealing flows from reggae music. <laughs> Look at fuckboy Drake. Stay stealing flows from reggae music. Look at... Look, I, will, I will say that down south African Americans do tend to show a lot more respect for Jamaicans when they, are, when they, when they collaborate and utilize the, the sounds and, and innovations that come out of the Jamaican music industry. So I won't disparage them too much. But there is a huge section of the community that fuck, or, 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 or the culture that appropriates Jamaican uh, culture and does not, uh, does not uh, give them credit doesn't doesn't show any kind of deference towards them and don't and don't just give them a respect give them some respect don't take music from people who don't fuck with you like i hate when i hear uh 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 like bob marley being appropriated by people that wouldn't that bob would never fuck with because bob was don't get it twisted bob was a righteous man and he did not abide by any of these things you could ask you could you could look at interviews of his of his wives and they will tell you, like, no, one of his wives was a supermodel, and she could never even have makeup on in front of him. He didn't, he didn't have his women with no makeup and no dress up and none of that bullshit. You know what I mean? And so let's let's not appropriate things that 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 don't represent what you're putting forth, especially when if that person was alive, they would not be fucking with you. But nonetheless, NBC gets the fuck you of the day. For, for misrepresenting Mr. Usain Bolt with an image of Kevin Hart for no reason. Like, I, it, just, it just blows my mind because of the level of production I know that goes into anything that shows up on NBC. The level of production is so high to have someone miss that shit. Yeah, it's 2020. There's no excuse for that one. You, but just like the other day, Dumbass Breakfast Club running a story about Larry Johnson. I believe he's a football player. And then running the image of Larry Johnson, the black, the black, the basketball player. Like, come on, man. I don't know. I feel that one's not that bad. Nah, but you, these guys don't look nothing alike. And, and moreover, I mean, I fear, moreover, the but, football player was 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 saying wild, reckless, and slanderous shit. So it was put dirt feel, on. Larry all Johnson. I'm saying is, I can see how that accident could happen versus the other one. Someone but can type Charlie in Larry Johnson and DJ into Envy Google. Both front like they actually watch basketball. But were they the ones that did the graphics? I mean, they were present when the graphic was presented. They didn't do any kind of... If you're there, when, when this thing pops up on the screen, at some point you got to say, hey, that's, that's the basketball to, but player. But to be fair, I don't know if that's done live or if that's done in post. You feel me? I don't know if the graphics are done live, which I highly doubt, or if they're done in post. So that's why I don't think it's them. No, no, no. It's probably not done live. It's probably done pre like where the person who's preparing the story prepares the graphics and presents it all as a package, and then they speak over it. Oh, you know that's for certain. 
Oh uh, no. Okay. See, that's, that's what just, that's, that's what I'm just, saying. That's normal production. I understand. I don't know if that's and that's production. why I'm saying I can see how this may. I can see how an intern typed in Larry Johnson and then mm-hmm. got a picture of the Larry Johnson that popped up if they don't know anything about sports. I don't know like, anything about basketball. About it, I don't know anything about basketball, mm-hmm. but I do know stuff about production. Yeah. So I could very easily make that mistake. So that's no, why I'm I saying I can see how that mistake happened it. over the other one. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's all. That's <laughs> you. Were, you were going all like mm-hmm. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like it's impossible that they did it on purpose. And like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is I can see how this mistake mm-hmm. could have happened. Yeah, I. I just I wish as many people cared about the production of their stuff as I do about the production of my stuff because that'll never happen for me. I mean, I feel you. You but, know what I mean? You know like, what I mean? It's, a, it's not happen. hard. It's not hard to fix that mistake. You know what I mean? For it sure. Like a for super, sure. super hard thing sure. to, to research. But accidents happen. But you're right. Especially you're with right. the same name of, and, of like two different athletes. You know, moreover, it's, than it's a little different than the Usain Bolt. Yeah. Those are two different the people, two, totally different, two different, different pictures. It's the same name and they're both athletes. I can mm-hmm. see that mistake. Yeah. My, my thing about the Breakfast Club is that they, they do it frequently, too. They make that mistake a lot. Oh, yeah. like, then they, then they need to fire their production person. I really think. So. <laughs> I think that's you need really to get a better production person. That whole thing. That nigga, the old Breakfast Club man, fire that nigga. What is wrong <laughs> with you? Especially because like it's not like it's not like y'all don't have the clout to do that. Right. You know what they I mean? should, like, you they should have definitely have the infrastructure to really get that right. Right. They should absolutely have the infrastructure to be. Thing able to do that. doesn't have the fucking responsibility of getting that kind of shit right. You know what I mean? And this is, that shit's crazy. That's what happens with 24-hour news cycle. You fuck yourself out of editing. No, yeah, you're right. Actually, you know what? And 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 that probably is the most pertinent uh, nuance that I'm ignoring and being mad at them is that they are on a 24. They're probably not even. It's probably not. It's probably 18-hour news cycle to be honest. Yep. They're probably trying to get in two news cycles a day if they can. But yeah, moving Anybody on. Fact checking this shit. So there's a bunch of stuff going on in sports that I'm super happy about. I think it's super cool. And so I just want to point them out. Um, there's a lot of athletes in multiple leagues, multiple teams who are boycotting. I did hear about that. J, J, I think J.R. Smith's not known for his wordplay, but I think that he said a very, he made a very pertinent tweet. Oh, y'all can't hear us? Well, now y'all can't see us. That's period. You know, yeah, that's it. If, if you can't hear these black athletes screaming out for justice, then you can't see them either. Now, how do you feel about that? <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. That's the most reasonable thing I've ever heard J.R. Smith say, actually. You know, and I think that that's a cute and I, and I think it's a great energy to have. It's a good energy to have. But you also have Draymond Green. And, and, and so I support the boycotts. But. You on the flip side, I also do support Draymond Green, who has come out and said, but we have a job to do, too. The only reason why there's power behind the boycott is because we have this platform. And so to boycott to the detriment of the platform is kind of shooting yourself in the foot, which is actually a very nuanced and poignant statement to make at this point when everyone is so gung-ho about fucking boycott everything from here to Timbuktu, which, <laughs> trust me, I'm cool. I love abstaining from shit. Tell me something I don't got to worry about doing. Thank you. Check it off the list. I ain't never going to even think about it again. But at the same token, you can't do that. We can't cut the nose to spite the face. You can't do... We can't boycott to the detriment 
of the same platforms that give us the power to have powerful boycotts. That's not smart. And so it creates a very uh, a very dynamic situation because I, I, I very much support LeBron James, like the Lakers and the Clippers in their boycott. I also do support Draymond Green and whatever he does to maintain the platform that gives LeBron the ability to do what he does. And so one like like everything in life, I'm not even gonna say most things, like everything in life, you can learn to respect people's decisions, no matter whether that decision is explicitly what you would do or not. You know what I mean? Like these athletes, I love that these athletes are taking intelligent, nuanced positions on both sides of a situation that needs to be addressed. Because guess what? The whole point of a boycott is to bring recognition and change. And guess what is also happening from not boycotting in the right mindset? Draymond Green is talking about not boycotting, but he's not talking about not boycotting out of lack of solidarity. He's talking about not boycotting because you have to maintain the platform. And I support that. I support that idea. I think that Draymond Green has a great point. Um, I would probably, I would like, before it goes to a full blackout protest of the season, maybe just half the teams. Oh, um, I do believe the NBA protest is already over. They already resumed this, the the. Now nah, that season. was a statement by the but that by the head dude. That was a statement by the commissioner, not by. Oh, the players. okay, not by the players. Oh, okay. That was I a statement by the commissioner. Else then. And the commissioner did not ask the players about that. The commissioner asked the owners of whether they are willing to try to force them to do that. <laughs> that doesn't mean the players are going to listen. And so not so if and I have a strong feeling that if they force the teams back uh, uh, in the bubble back to play. There's going to be some shitty games going on because a lot of the good players are going to be boycotting. It's going to be some trash-ass games with some six-string niggas on that bitch. And that leads me to my next point about why it's so important for these guys to be protesting the way they are. Because they are—the entertainment industry runs this fucking country. It runs the stupids of this country. All of the, all of the people at the bottom rung who are poor and have nothing— to offer to the greater change in society are entertained by sports. And that's a huge mass of people. And if your goal is to reach out to those people and motivate them to do something about bettering the state of the, of the, the society that we live in, removing that source of entertainment from them will go a long way. Movies are down. Sports are down. This is... It, it, and, and and sports are down in such a way that you can't even stream them because people just aren't playing. So that's going to put Donald Trump's base at a really weird place because these are the kind of people I'm talking about. These are the kind of people who are, are willing to riot because they have to wear a mask. And these are people who I have no doubt would riot if they found out there was no NFL season. <laughs> or if they found out that the that the NBA season is is going to be in in some kind of diminished fashion, or God forbid these these because baseball teams are boycotting. God forbid baseball teams just stop playing altogether. You know what I mean? Like that. This is going to be a really interesting uh, turn of events because Donald Trump's base is very well. I I will say this: Donald Trump's base is already about to turn on him because. Due to the lack of 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 uh, colleges, campuses opening up, guess what else is going to be canceled? Hmm. 
college football. Yeah. And college, and if you don't understand how ridiculous people are around college football, well, having lived in Miami or or the North Miami area yeah. with the with the UM people, yeah, these niggas are insane. And the Seminoles too. And the Seminoles, mm-hmm. and or even here, look at the fucking people who. I just don't get people who follow like uh, the Trojans and yeah, the, USC the, the Bruins mm-hmm. and who gives are. a shit. <laughs> These kids are marginally better than than or, or marginally as good as, as as NFL players. And I mean, yo, there's people who exclusively watch just college football. And I think it actually I don't know. I'm just talking on a limb. I don't know what the viewership is, but I would say that I think college football is actually has a larger viewership than than the NFL. Mainly because there's tons more teams. That makes sense. But um, yeah, it's Donald Trump's about to lose his base because he can't get sports to work. I don't know. That's what I feel like. And I feel like they are. I feel. I think that lowly of people who support Trump that they would actually turn on someone who they think is supposed to be a savior because they can't watch football. That's that sounds they, about right. That's how low their moral value is. Yeah, it sounds about the right level. Of- like, oh, oh, I don't get any football. Well, then how about fuck you, buddy. <laughs> I'm a fucking corn husker, and if I don't get my football, I'll take my rifle down to the to the to the school and open up my damn self. Like, wow, dude, really? That's how you feel? Yeah, they do be escalating pretty hard. Heavy, like the like pretty the, hard. The dude who shot the people in Kenosha was uh, a Trump supporter. Yep. And guess what? They were trying to disarm him because it was inappropriate for him to have a fucking assault rifle in a fucking protest. And then guess what he did? He proved why it's inappropriate <laughs> to have an assault rifle in a fucking protest. He was also like a, a young... He was also going to like the police youth academy and shit too. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was getting trained. They were teaching him to kill black people. And he needed to prove to them that he was well within... Because when yeah, he gets off, which I have no doubt that he could, he will get off... I, and especially when it comes to white shooters, I just I default to that they're getting off. I still haven't seen what happened to Dylan Roof. Did they ever sentence that kid? Because they sure as hell did take him to Burger King. <laughs> they didn't. I don't think they they sentenced him. That nigga's just out there yeah, running I don't, around. I don't remember what happened to Dylan. I'm sure he made bail. I'm sure his GoFundMe for his bail was 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 instantaneously achieved in its maximum goal. And yeah, it, it, this is America. This is the shit that we get to that we really get to 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 stand on. You know, like this is the shit that we have to 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 deal with in a uh, argument just to get a, uh the idea that Black Lives Matter is into the zeitgeist. It sounds like he was um yeah, Roof was was convicted and he's Oh, they actually convicted him? Yeah. Looks like say yeah. <laughs> it looks like yeah death penalty federal and life imprisonment is that what i'm saying here wikipedia is being retarded but yeah he's he was um uh, uh arrested and convicted or all convicted. right because it, it, it it's not always the case that that's what happens mm-hmm. you know what i mean system is quite lenient to them you know what i'm saying you might ruin their future by saying i mean he prison. was egregious that was egregious what he did he sat down and prayed with those parishioners and then murdered them. I mean, come on, man. That's your peoples. That that that's the, the white people. Those are the guys you want to defend. Hmm. Fucking psychopaths, man. And then you want to tell me that that it's okay that we're gonna get to the other side of this? Hmm. No. 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 It's an unacceptable existence that's being foisted upon minorities in this country, and it, it's gonna have to change. It's gonna have to change. It's untenable to treat people the way that white people treat minorities in this country these days. But yeah, man. 
moving on from that, like, it, it's crazy. It just, it, it was heartening and also a little bit anxiety-inducing to see how much of this rests on public entertainment figures. When I say this, I mean when how much of the progress of our society relies on public entertainment figures taking a stand. But yeah, what else been going on? Um, fucking, they've started to record in some European uh, countries and in Asian countries uh, their first reoccurrences of COVID-19. So people who have had it or been diagnosed with it, who recovered from it, are now being infected with it again. And that's problematic because if you understand how vaccines work, that's fundamentally the process of how a vaccine gets you to the place of immunity, is that it works off of the principle that reinfection is not a thing. And so it looks like this whole vaccine thing ain't going to fly based on what they're telling us. And see, that's the problem is that they keep giving us conflicting information about the virus. They keep telling us that it has a less than a one death percent death rate or, or mortality rate, but yet it's extremely effective at killing people. And I'm like, that's not an effective way to kill people. If you're, you know what I mean? Unless your goal is to kill as many people worldwide as possible. That's it, not like, that's not the, 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 the information that we get on death rates on, on, uh, communicability on the actual science behind the virus, what it's capable of, what it, wh- how does this virus behave in 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 the public? None of it's it's being accurately portrayed to us, and so now we're in a situation to where they're telling us we need a vaccine, but they're giving us information that says that this virus evades the fundamental mechanism of vaccines. I don't understand. I don't. I don't think that they realize that. Well, or maybe they do realize that by giving people contradictory information, just gets them to stop listening to you. They're just not going to listen at all in a situation where we desperately need people to follow simple directions. Like it's crazy. I was on a plane, and it, they said, "Please just allow the. Don't leave your seat until the person in front of you has left their seat." That's a simple instruction that will keep the aisles clear. And make sure that everyone gets off the plane in an expedient fashion. And they can't even do that. Because nobody wants to believe that what's going on is real. And so it's really problematic when they when they spread this, this, this information and get people to be skeptical of the, um, of the existence of the threat. And so they refuse to protect themselves from it or other people. And so, yeah. We really got to be mindful of this. I ain't taking no COVID vaccine once again. Mm-mm. <laughs> hail to the no. To the no, no, no. Hail no. <laughs> That's a jam right Fuck there. That. that is the jam. But yeah, you know, I'll just wrap with uh, a little bit of talk about the travesty that was the Republican RNC recently. And I say that that's a redundant. RNC is the Republican National Convention. Well, you don't like the dynasty, bro? The Trump dynasty is fucking was in full well, effect. Uh, they've officially stated that the Republican Party has no platform outside of Donald Trump's policies. Yeah. And so there's that. And then, and it, what really burned me about the RNC uh, speeches and, and presentations, 
was the um w- was the idea that America is not racist. <laughs> they heavy pushed this idea that America is not racist and we will fight for equality for everyone. And it, and it's just not true. Yo, that is so weird. You know, your homegirl Candace Owens didn't get invited to speak. She was real upset. She was real upset. And actually, uh, next week's Coon of the Day will probably be her replacement. I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's Dude. not as weird as them niggas claiming to not be racist. That's oh, no. What do you mean? So There's nothing weird, weird about fucking white people turning their back on a black woman that's been cooning for them. There's nothing yeah, weird yeah, about that's, that. That's pretty normal. I'm not, she, I'm, they I'm get just replaced all the time. The existence that it's happened. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just elucidating to the people that look at your girl Candace and she out there <laughs> looking haggardly. Looking ever haggardly. since Dave Chappelle murdered her, she she ain't getting no nobody calling her back. No, nobody's getting Fox don't want her to work, and she got murdered. No, and she's also an idiot. Um, she's just not an intelligent person, and she's a liar. She's duplicitous. Yeah, you but they I mean? love all, just, that stuff. They love all <laughs> that stuff. You feel me? That's you got to have that on your resume to even get in that circle. That is that is that is very true. I I, I really can't. She just that. lost her fucking clout, man. But yeah, you know, they, they they turned their back their backs on her. They had a bunch of shitty ass uh, speakers. They had a bunch of cooning ass Negroes up there uh, talking about just shit that doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's like you do know that there's not even physically enough speakers for you to to get enough people to convince me that there's a representative population of fucking ignorant ass fucking people like them. <laughs> You know, like, like you can't convince me that these black men who are saying that black men love Trump actually are, rep- are reflective of any population. Ooh, that's. I barely believe that they're reflective of themselves. I'm pretty sure that they're getting paid mass amounts of money to do this, Jesus and they're cooning. That mercy, that's so weird. Yeah, damn, but we live in the fucking twilight teach, zone, bro. That's why I can't teach my son to be scared of people who don't have a legitimate authority over them because it's not a, it's not a far. It's not a far walk from pretending to respect a cop to the to for your own safety to pretending to respect fucking Republican politicians to 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 protect yourself and make money. Like there's no, there, those those behaviors I think are 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 on the same line. You know what I mean? I I believe that they they are on the same arc of growth that that comes from. <laughs> Uh, that 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 is ex- 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 Joe Clark example. career trajectory. Yeah, that is the Joe Clark trajectory. Is you start out by 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 kowtowing to police, and then you end up kowtowing to the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things that you shouldn't start on that path because it's really easy to end up at the end of that path. It's not a hard. It's not. Yo, being a coon is not a hard road to walk. <laughs> it really isn't. You, and, and it's mainly because black people are very forgiving, and 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 being like a coon that. is not something that that I believe most black people think is unforgivable. And so they they me. think they can shuck and jive for a set amount of time, make their money, and then retreat back to the black community. And frequently they can, but I I, I believe that that is an ideology born from a long life of pretending to be something you're not like pretending to respect police when you don't or pretend to the point where you start to to affiliate with people who who enjoy watching you pretend and then they positively reinforce 
your shitty pretensions. And that's a problem because guess what? That's how you get that's how I that, that that's how I see that that the connection between, you know, teaching your children to 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 not stand up for themselves and then becoming an a Republican shell. And so let, let's not do that. Let's not do that. We it, it's it already happens frequently enough that the black community should actively try to work against propagating that particular trope. There are unhealthy tropes in society that we probably shouldn't promote people to go to, even though we know that just as a matter of fact, they will go down that path because you want to be able to pick off those isolated incidents of people who choose that path so that you can either A, ostracize them, B, educate them, or C, just be able to uh, explain to your children how to avoid them. I'm going to go with A real quick. Well, I'd love to ostracize them. Man, Japan has has done a great job at cultivating its its uh, social its socially accepted behaviors through just rampant ostracization. <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't want to behave like the rest of us? That's cool. We don't like you anymore. Don't ever speak to any of us ever again. I'm just gonna and guess shun what? you. Once once one group has done that to you, no other group will ever accept you again. You know what I mean? It's like it's one of those those, those weird things. And in in Japan, at least, it created. Maybe not the most healthy society, but maybe we could utilize those those powers for good. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe we can utilize that to, to, to weed we out some of the though? worst parts of our society. Ah, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, artists it like a weapon and shit. For real. But all right, man. All right. I think we had a, a productive and fruitful talk. Let's go ahead and wrap it up today. Follow us on the social medias. On Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast, we growing, we doing bigger things, and I'm gonna get this. I'm, you just wait. Our Instagram is gonna blow up when I actually get to. No, because the thing is, is that the reason why I haven't posted on the Instagram is because I've been putting a lot of time and effort into making sure that when we start getting those posts up, that they're gonna be fair. They're gonna be interesting and and fun and entertaining, and so. I hope that that's reflected, but follow us on the, the, the social medias so that you can be privy to that as soon as we get it up. And you can catch me on uh, Instagram at Rico underscore G sound. Yes. And I'll leave you with these words. Time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing any of us ever truly do learn from. Have a great one, guys. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Take it easy.